Today on the Doc on the Run podcast, we're talking about the causes of blisters in runners. Now, before we get started in this episode, I just wanted to tell you I have something that you might find really useful. I created this thing called the three-day fast track. And if you have an overtraining injury and you're trying to get back to running, you really have to do a couple of things to recover and get back to running as quickly as possible. You need to figure out how bad the injury is. You need to figure out how to assess whether or not you can really get back to running and move to the next level of running intensity without making the injury worse. And that's all the stuff that I teach you in the free three-day fast track challenge. So you can sign up. It's going to be on the website uh, and in the show notes under this episode. You can also sign up by going to docontherun.com slash fast track, and you can register for free there. So go check it out. Now, Let's play the intro and we'll get into this episode. So the big question is this, how are runners like us who don't like hearing doctors say, just stop running, who know that we simply have to stay active, how do we heal in a way that lets us stay strong, maintain our running fitness and keep preparing for the next race and still heal without making the injury worse? Well, that is the question and this podcast will give you the answers. My name is Dr. Christopher Segler and welcome to the Doc on the Run podcast. Now listen, I know blisters are not really an exciting topic. You probably want to hear something that's going to make you stronger and faster and finish your marathon better. But I can tell you one thing for sure. If you're running a marathon and you get a blister, it is going to wreck your performance. You cannot perform at your best if you're thinking about some little stinging, aching pain that you're getting because of a blister. And it really can make a real dent in your training too. Obviously, when you get blisters, you get blisters because of too much rubbing, too much friction. And then that usually happens when you have a lot of rubbing and friction, like during your big training blocks. So you go do one of your long runs and you're really ramping up and it causes a blister. And then you have to do something to let it heal. You either have to take time off or you have to run your long run shorter or your fast run slower, but you have to do something. So blisters are all preventable. And that's what this episode is about. So I'm going to try to show you a couple of things that might be helpful to make sure that you don't continue to get blisters. Now, there are really three causes of blisters. And one of those is lack of protection. And we'll talk about that. Second one is too much friction. And then the third one is too much moisture. And these are all variables you can control. Now, the protection of your feet is really socks. I mean, that's the bottom line, is that when you train, the more you train, the tougher your feet will get. So after you get a blister, you will get some thicker skin in that area. But you can build up that thicker skin without getting a blister if you're using the right kind of socks. Now, you always wanna use synthetic socks, and most running socks are made of synthetic material, and it all depends on sort of your preferences. Like, I get hot really easily, so I like to also run when it's hot. I usually run in the late afternoon when it's close to 100 degrees, you know, in the summertime. I like that, but part of that is that also I did Ironman races for a long time, and those runs are always in the afternoon. So I got used to training in the afternoon heat because whenever I go to an Ironman, well, you don't really have a choice. Unless you're really, really fast, your marathon is going to start in the afternoon when it's hot. And that was the case for me. So I got used to running in the heat. Well, I get hot anyway. So I usually use some socks that are very, very thin. And I like that, but I'm used to running in those and I've run in them for a long time. Now, if I were starting out running or if I were really ramping up a new really big training block, I would probably use some socks that are either a little bit thicker or that have two layers of material. And so you can get socks that are often marketed as blister prevention socks. And those socks will actually help 
prevent blisters because the layers of material move past each other instead of rubbing against your skin. That's how they work. So you got to experiment with the socks, see what you like and see what will work for you. And then you can actually have a little bit better protection. And then as your season progresses, if you start out with thicker socks or you start out with those double layered socks, well, then you can actually back off and maybe use something that's a little bit thinner later in the year as you get closer and closer to your race as your feet get tougher and tougher. But, you know, friction is really the enemy here when you have a blister and your skin gets a little more friable. The layers actually separate a little easier. So you don't want excess moisture in your skin that can make the skin a little more fragile. So I'm a podiatrist. I run a lot. And when I do races, I never ever run through those sprinklers or the sprayers or the you know, garden hoses that actually can cool you off by getting you wet. I do not want to get my feet wet. I actually run and I either stop and take a sip or I run kind of bow-legged so I don't spill water on my feet when I'm actually doing a race because I do not want my feet to get wet. So I'm very careful about that. If your feet happen to sweat a lot and you're doing long runs, it may be actually really helpful to you if you do something as simple as just change your socks halfway through your long run. I mean, if you're running 20 miles, it's not going to kill you to stop for a couple of seconds and change into a second pair of socks. Now that will immediately remove all the moisture that the socks have absorbed and give you a fresh pair to start drawing more moisture away from your feet so that they don't turn into a situation where you got too much moisture and it leads to a blister. The third thing is friction. So your feet are rubbing on the inside of the shoe and they're gonna develop uh, hot spots or pressure points where the friction is at its peak and those are the places you get blisters. Now, most of the time when I see somebody, if I haven't even seen their feet and they haven't told me where the blister is, I can take the insert out of their shoe and look at it and tell where they're most likely to get blisters. Now, here's an example. So I've got a shoe insert I took out of a, a someone's shoe. And if you look at it, it is pretty clear that there is a, a foot on this insert. That's what makes it really easy. I, I don't think you can probably see this uh, just in this video, but one of the things is if you look right here, it's actually not only dark, the fabric is kind of worn away. And it turns out that when she does uh, marathons and ultra marathons, this runner actually gets blisters right in this area under the big toe joint. So that gives you a target for getting rid of the friction. Now, you don't want to get rid of the friction everywhere. You just want to get friction uh, reduced to the point that you're not going to get a blister there. A couple of ways to do that. One of them is to apply a patch to the insert that's called a PTFE patch, and that's a kind of patch that actually decreases the friction on the insert. So you literally peel off the backing, you stick the oval on that spot, and that reduces the friction because it's, it's very slippery material. A second way is to use skin lubricants. So if you use something like Body Glide or Squirrel Nut Butter or one of these other skin lubricants, you just apply it to the skin right before you put on your socks, right before your long run or your race. And those things can make a huge difference. There's a reason they're handing out Vaseline on the course, and that's for people to put on blisters that are where they're getting rubbing and they're getting a blister. But the fact is, is once you get to that point when you know that you have a blister you know it hurts and you're already limping you really don't want to stop at mile 16 or 17 and put vaseline on it just to keep it from getting a whole lot worse real fast because it's still going to hurt the whole rest of the race remember the name of the game here is prevention and if you're prone to getting blisters it is worth looking at your insert and figuring out what can you do and you need to experiment so do something simple. Try a new pair of socks. Try a little skin lubricant on that spot or try a PTFE patch on the insert. But make sure you do something so that you don't get this little problem that can really wreck your training and the quality of your race.
Listen, if you just got injured, you need to take action right now. And if you've been injured and you're not getting better and you need to figure out what to do to get back to running and keep training and not lose all your running fitness, you need to take action. But the thing that you really need to do more than anything else is probably not what you really think. Most of the runners who call me are looking for some magical solution or something that they can do to make them run even when they're injured that is going to be magical. And there is no such magic, but there is something you can do. And I'm going to show you exactly how to to do it. Now I made something for you that's a three-day training, it's free, and it's how to fast track your running injury in record time. Now during this free three-day training, what I'll show you is number one, what I learned when I got injured in medical school and why it was wrong, what I learned when I got injured right before an Ironman race that was right, and the third thing I'm going to show you is the five-step process that worked for me that can work for you too. So there are five things that you're gonna learn. Number one, can you run right now and not lose your running fitness? Number two, how can you figure out how bad the injury is right now? How can you remove the confusion that's caused by inflammation right now? And how can you reduce the tissue stress so you can train now? And then how to safely test, retest, and keep running. Now again, this is a free training. It's free. You don't have to pay anything. It's three days, but you're going to get immediate access if you just go to docontherun.com slash fast track. And I'm going to show you how to fast track your running injury. So go to docontherun.com slash fast track and grab your seat now. I'll see you in the training.